Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Fabulous and Female. I'm Helen Corsi-Cadmore, an award-winning business growth specialist, coach and consultant and a mum to twin girls. My podcast is about having honest conversations with busy, ambitious females about growing your business to have a better balanced life and of course, avoiding burnout. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fabulous and Female. Today I am delighted to be here with the lovely Liz Boswell from Bold Moves Coaching. Um, Liz founded Bold Moves Coaching in 2017 after almost a decade as a business coach and trainer working for a large global training company. Liz is passionate about helping business women to overcome their fear of public speaking so they can be confident speaking about their services at networking events, on videos, lives, podcasts, and even webinars and workshops. So Liz, welcome to um, this episode. It's wonderful to have you here. Thank you so much, Helen. Thank you for inviting me. It's really wonderful to be here. Oh, no, it's great. Absolutely great. And just to tell everyone where you're based, um, Liz, at the moment. Yeah, so I um, I work from home and yeah. I live in a little place called Oswald Twistle. Do you know what? I had to get you to say it because when you when you sent it in the information, yeah. I was like, "There's no way I'm going to say that." I'm a Welsh woman from Cardiff. Where is that? I love it. Uh, Oswald Twistle is in between sort of Burnley and Blackburn. It's very close to Accrington, so oh yeah, that's where we are and. When I first moved here, yeah. and I used to say Oswald Twistle, and I used to say to people, you'll never have heard of it. <laughs> and they always say, oh, my auntie lives there. And, no, uh, and, really? Honestly, honestly, yeah. So, Amazing. So, no. one. Yeah, I've never heard of it. But um, anyway, it's lovely to have you here. So we're north of the country and south of the country pretty yeah. much today. So great. So Liz, so tell me a little bit about... Um, you first of all so who is Liz Boswell who is Liz Boswell who is this woman (laughs) (laughs) well um first thing to say is I got married last year actually uh, just over a year ago I became Liz Boswell and congratulations yeah thank you so prior to that you know for the first 40 odd years of my life I was Liz Pollard so I'm from Yorkshire originally, so my family still live over there, my parents and my brother, and I have a lot of friends and things over there. Mm-hmm. And my sister lives in Australia and oh. married a cricketer and she's got two children. So amazing. Yeah, yeah. Have you been have you been over to Australia to see yeah, yeah. a few times? Yeah. For, for quite a while now. Yeah. Where but, is she in us? She's um, in New South Wales, not far from Sydney. Oh, fab. Yeah. I, I love Australia. I lived there myself for a couple of years. Did you? Uh, yeah, I did. And my, my sister's a citizen, even though she's been back in the UK for 10 years, but she lived over there oh. 10 years, actually, in Sydney. So, oh, yeah, I've got a... Sydney's just amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Just the country is is just incredible and so bloody big like, yeah so big so oh big. it is and uh, I love to travel and in um 2000 I traveled all around Australia did oh, um brilliant you know traveling for a year and was working as well 
Amazing. That was a good experience because I, I didn't go to university after school because I hated school. Did you? I couldn't wait. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> wait to leave school and start working, Helen. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, it's interesting because, like, I, oh, I don't know, I've got a bit of a love-hate relationship with, with school and academia and, and all of that. And that's not what I've got you on to talk about today. But um, I love the fact, though, that you, you know, you didn't like school, you went to work, but you've still gone traveling later in, I'd say later in life. But, you know, I yeah. went, I went traveling when I was, uh, how old was I? 22. So I yeah. did go the whole traditional route of going sort of after university and, yeah, um, yeah spent a bit of time. Oh, brilliant. Well, I tell you what, Liz, me and you'll have to have a catch up somewhere in the country I know. About, um, <laughs> about Australia and our travels what I've asked you to come on today to chat to us Liz is is really about what you do for your career yeah. um, I know a lot of people that I work with and a lot of people in, in business and clients and friends and, and even mm-hmm. family you know really do get caught up in this whole sort of fear around public speaking um, and as you said, you know, in, not just in, in big events, but on lives, if you're, you know, if your business on social media. Um, so what what is it that you actually do now? Yeah. So with my business, with Bold Moves Coaching, I work with people one to one. So we, that might just be, you know, one on one session or I have a four week program to help people to go from being fearful of, of public speaking to being fearless that's an intense program and then I have an academy that I'm building a community of women like us really Helen who I don't know about you but um have left the corporate world set up on their own Mm -hmm. and you know we set it up don't we and we're all excited and everything we get all our (laughs) branding and website yeah yeah make everything look really pretty really important exactly and then it's like oh my god actually now I've got to sell this thing and um you know I I worked in sales a long time prior to coming into the world of of uh, of training and coaching okay but selling your own business and selling yourself is very different to selling somebody else's product yeah it is Um, you're completely right there and what just on that list I think that's a really important thing to touch on there because you're right. When you've worked in, in an industry where you're, you know, like you said, you're in sales and you're selling something with somebody else, it does seem to come more naturally than when you're selling your own stuff, your own products and services. Why do you think that is? I think there's a little bit of that imposter syndrome there, Helen. Yeah. Isn't it where <laughs> we're kind yeah. of like, oh, well, you know, if I say, oh, well, I'm public speaking coach, it's like, well, who is she to be a public a public speaking coach? Yeah, you know, because yeah. I'm not a professional public speaker. I don't speak on the stage. You know, I don't. I'm not a show woman. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not somebody who's mm-hmm. like wanting to be the center of attention. It's more for me about helping other women to shine and helping them to get their message across about their business. So that. it's really important to me to be able to, to do that. And I think mm. the women that I work with a lot of the time, they feel the same about that imposter mm. syndrome. A bit like, oh, well, you know, if I say to people, oh, I'm a professional content writer or I'm an online business manager, it's like, well, you know, do I really want to say that to people? And it sounds a bit yeah. awkward. 
yeah. There's a lot of that that's to play. There is then, as you're right. I actually spoke um, at an event last week and there was a lady there that um, I asked what she did. She was she was very interactive and I asked her what she did. And as soon as I asked her that question, she put her hand up, uh, sort of blocked her mouth because she didn't want me to actually really hear what she did as a business. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I didn't sort of pick her up on it, but I just thought, oh, that's really interesting. You were happy to interact with everything else. So when it was came to your business, just instantly kind of the barrier went. Yeah. And it was a f- physical barrier, you know, blocking yeah. your mouth. Yeah, um, that's interesting. So yeah. Or sometimes people say, I'm just a bookkeeper yeah, or yes. I'm just a VA, you know, and it's like, how can you That's say just? Just, yeah. What you do is amazing. You help mm. women like me to be clearer on where we are financially. And yeah. I think we underplay ourselves. And, mm. and that's the whole thing with bold moves and being bold. It's like, let's blow our own trumpet you know? <laughs> yes yes Liz I love amazing, it actually yeah. so <laughs> we totally are and don't get me wrong it takes the world to get to that stage and I know obviously your expertise in this area will really push people but I know I say to people all the time you know really really show off about you if you want to use that term you know really or shout out about you because Otherwise, nobody's going to know what you do for a start. And that imposter syndrome, that kind of self-worth, lack of self-worth will really just start to kick in. So what is it then, Liz, about that that word bold? What is it really all about? For me, it's about, it's not the absence of fear, because Mm. we all have fear. And as you, you know, going through different stages in business, there's always that fear there. Yeah, there is, you're right. It's like, you know, people say, don't they feel the fear and do it anyway? Or yeah. all of those kind of things. But for me, why it's called bold moves is because it's about taking action. And I always say to people, it's about just taking small steps forward. Yeah. yeah. Um, and being bold is that really? It's like yeah. confidently moving forward, even when you don't feel confident. Yeah. And do you know what? That's so true. Because a lot of people think talking about what you do or being bold is you have to be confident to do that. And, and I don't actually agree with that. And you're shaking your head. Obviously uh, get, the listeners can't see that. But you're like, yeah, no. Why, why do you agree with that so much? Well, I think what I said to people about public speaking is you don't have to be confident to start. You mm. just have to start speaking to become confident. Yeah, absolutely. And I started doing what I do is because I had a really bad experience with public speaking where Ah, I was at a networking event and got thrown in at the deep end. You know, Helen, where you drop your business card into a... And I thought I was going to win the wine and I didn't win the wine. That's the world that I would have left. I should have left at that point but then they said right now we're <laughs> going to pull out the card for who wants to do the 60 seconds and I just thought oh, that's very sneaky can I just say yeah so I'm not sneaky. a big fan of that not a big fan of that yeah mm. so my name came out and in front of like 100 people it was like Right, you now have to stand up and talk about what you do. And wow. this was back in the days in the corporate when I was working for a big training and development company. But in my really early days, mm. 
I'd had to pluck up the courage just to get out of the car, Helen, to go and walk Just to in. go. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I get that. I, I, I cried all the way home and I just thought, that's oh, it now. I'm yes. never going to do that again. Yeah. That, uh, that experience must have stayed with you for, for quite some time. It did. But, yeah. And it's those kind of events that really stick with with us through our lives you know when it's it generally when we've got a, a fear or we relive a, an experience it's because there's something that's happened sort of normally quite some time ago and we sort of relive that experience and it puts us yeah. off I and think it was what I did on. though because of yeah. that as well I th- at that stage I honestly thought that was it my career was over I thought I'm gonna have to yeah. leave my job and I slept on it and I thought do you know what? That's not me. I'm I'm gonna No, well done. You know, push through yeah. and uh with the traveling and things as well. I think that did give me some courage. And I thought, I'm gonna get better at it. So I literally threw myself into public speaking. I watched the videos, I read the books, I went to the seminars, did everything I could and thought, I'm just gonna get better. Yeah. And I put myself forward for speaking at networking events. And even though I was terrified, mm-hmm. I did it anyway. And that's what the bold moves is about, is that yeah. each and every step I took, yeah, I got a bit more confident, a bit more confident, a bit more confident. Yeah. And, and that is what I know from my process is what I'm now teaching other women and to say, just do the next step, just the next mm. step. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd love to know, Liz, when you when you do think back to that occasion when you got asked to speak on the spot without knowing in front of over 100 people, what do you think about that experience now when you look back? Question. I think <laughs> um, yeah, how does it make you feel? It was I was just startled, I think. Mm. And I think now I understand about the whole fight or flight. Yeah. Reaction yeah. And that that's what it was. Yeah. Um, but if I'd known in hindsight, you know, I would have been prepared. I would have been ready for it. Yeah. I think, do you know what? I think if that was the case now, I'd probably say, no, you're all right. Put my card back in. Yeah. Let somebody else have a go. You're yeah. Right. Could you have done that then, isn't it? But I guess if you hadn't have done, you know, and hadn't have done the 60 second talk, I wouldn't be talking to you now because it wouldn't have given you the, you know, passion or desire to change what you were doing in your life. So I think, you know, yeah. some things that, you know, that age old saying, some things happen for a reason. Well, actually, if you hadn't have done that, then I would never have met you. That's <laughs> so very true. That yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when I see women like that now, you know I'm kind of like oh I see you you know I understand because yeah I wasn't a mega confident you know I was proper no. shy kid yeah shy teenager yeah same know. I'm yeah. exactly the same and I've said this a few times across some of my talks and channels I'm actually quite shy but yeah. I love I love talking I get really passionate <laughs> about certain topics so well, then I will talk for for yeah. Wales or for Britain the world but actually in other aspects of my life I am still still quite shy I guess it's a bit of a tip there for anybody that's thinking of going to 
um, events is just to check if they are going to sort of sneak yes. in each of those things. Um, yes. then, you know, if if they are, it, it, there should be somewhere that says there may be an opportunity for you to speak, just so you can get it clear in your head. I think that's a lot of people, you know, um, do avoid going to networking events or public speaking events because they 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 might get things sprung on them or they might have to speak and they don't want to you know so um, yeah spot on I think yeah one piece of advice I always say to people is contact the organizers so if you're booking onto an event for the first time contact the organizer chat to them find out what type of people are going along yeah great Um, advice yeah, ask about how you get there. Mm. Um, you know, ask them to look out for you, explain that you're going to be nervous and yeah, will that's their responsibility, isn't it, Helen? To absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I think especially when in-person events now, you know, we're talking the physical events that we go to, um, there's always that feeling of, oh God, you know, who's gonna be there? Am I gonna be the first one there? Am I gonna be the last one there? What yeah. am I actually going to say? You know, and I think just as you, I think you mentioned it earlier, Liz, is just actually getting out of your car and going to something is a big deal for some people. So yeah, great advice there. Just let the organizer know. Um, yeah. Is there anything else, Liz, you think why public speaking has become such um, a big fear for people? Do you think it's got worse over time or better? Yeah, I think it has got worse over time. I think some of it is school maybe you know that yeah. we're not we're not taught those soft skills at school <laughs> we're you know, not are we we're not taught anything really such a, focus, <laughs> such a focus on the academia and yeah. you know all of the sats and all of that and I think that's part of it and, and you mm. know what I think the other thing is we've lost the art of conversation because of social oh. media we have, and, haven't we? You know, WhatsApp and everything else. Mm. I look at the kids now, and a lot of the time, that's how they communicate. And yeah, young people say to me, or oh, they've I've had students, graduates who I've coached, mm. who, you know, are getting ready for interviews, and you don't know how to talk to people. No, no, no idea of they. And it's those skills that are, I think, vital in our sort of age now, moving forward. You know, I think being able to have conversations with people rather than as you said you know what's up I'm a bugger I'm terrible for being on my phone messaging people rather than picking up the phone but when I do you get that sense of oh that was really nice oh that was a lovely chat you know just interesting on that I watch uh watch no I listen to a podcast with Dr Chatterjee I don't know if you know oh yeah someone else has just been talking about him actually oh really oh he's brilliant yeah I really like him but there's a clip came up the other day and it said we about communication and how we've lost the art of communication and contact and he said do you remember the days you used to go into a coffee shop and you'd be looking around and you might see somebody that you knew, you might say, oh, hello, how are you? You know, have a little bit of a conversation. Now, when you go into a coffee shop, everyone's head down on their phone. You do not look up at yeah. all. No. Like, oh, my God. And, you know, I said, hands up. I am one of those people. And yeah. it's not great. So let's get back to the public speaking then and the bold moves, because I want to really, really get the message across that it's, it's never too late to right. be able to actually 
step into your own into your own shell whatever you want to call it step into your own and actually you know showcase what you do so so tell me then Liz when you when you decided to change your career basically you know Mm -hmm. leave like you said a, a big global training company to do what you do what's been the difference for you in that yeah time? yeah and by the way people said to me that's a bold move and that's why I call my company <laughs> oh love it yeah yeah which it is it a was. bold move but yeah now I look at yeah, you I know what's what's been different I think one of the mm. things for me and, and I don't know whether you felt this Helen is mm. I felt quite lonely at times, quite isolated. Oh, and absolutely. Working yeah. on your own is it's, it's quite boring sometimes. Yeah. It really and for me, like networking has yeah. made a huge difference. And like when I first started networking, I never looked at it like that. When I worked in my previous job, I used to go networking and I always looked at it as, right, where are my opportunities? Who can I connect yeah. with? I'll follow yeah. up. It was a process. Yeah. And now it's a community. It's like, I've, I love that. I moved to Lancashire 20 years ago and I, I didn't really know anyone here for quite yeah. a few years. And um, like now I've got this whole group of women who mm. around me support me, encourage me. And uh, if I need I something, that. I go to them. Yes. It's, yeah. I love that. What's it been like? It's, mm. it's that really. It's seeing that. I've had to learn that I don't have to do everything on my own because I felt like I did for a long time and I felt like I can't ask for help because that's going to make me look weak and yes yeah that, it means that, that age old saying you can't ask for yeah. help because it will make you look weak it, it really um, won't ask away yeah so it's like me admitting failure and I'm a really stubborn person Helen so oh me too god Liz we're gonna get on great <laughs> So it took me a long time to kind of think, oh, well, maybe I can ask for for help. And like we were talking before, like Michelle, who's a brilliant assistant who helps us both in our Yes, yeah, business. Michelle Neary, who's been a previous uh, guest on this podcast. She's Michelle, Michelle Farrell now. Isn't Michelle she? Farrell, Michelle she's married. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it took me a long time. I knew Michelle for a long time. I followed her and I always thought, oh, yeah, she's brilliant. And mm. it took me a long time to think, well, maybe she could help me. And mm-hmm. when she did start helping me, I'd like give her just a little bit. But then I'd be like, well, I'll do all that. And then I'll give <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, let yeah, go of things. Let go and said, well, would you mind? Oh, yeah. And she did it so fast. Mm. And that has been a, a big breakthrough for me to say, right, okay, so I can ask other people to do things for me. So yeah, learning how to be a business owner, I think, yeah. has been. <laughs> and we're still learning, right? Yeah, always. Yeah. <laughs> always learning. So if somebody now, um, no, let me start that again. If you were to look back at yourself, 20 years ago so the shy Liz who wasn't very bold wasn't very courageous why would what would you say to that person now good question definitely have the courage of your conviction because that's Mm. stood me in God's good stead yeah but also that it's not just other people who good things happen to you know good things can happen to you as well and you deserve it 
So I think Definitely. for a long time, I just felt like I had to help everybody else. And yeah. that, okay. you know, that there wasn't those opportunities there for, for me. Yeah, absolutely. And there totally is. There's opportunities there for, for everybody, isn't it? It's just how you choose to take them. Yeah, okay. yeah. So keep Brilliant. going. Like you were saying earlier, it's never too late. It's um, not, is it? And that's what a lot of people think, you know, it's oh, I can't do that now because, you know, I'm past it. When <laughs> I used to get a lot, I'm way yeah. past that now. And it's like, oh. well, well, that's who? I don't think you're past it, you know? No. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, don't know about you. I'm like, right, well, I've got plenty of time. I'm just getting started. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. I have all these ideas all the time. Typical entrepreneur, like ideas, ideas. Brain, and... I know. Brains never stop, do they? Never stop. No. I actually put on one of my stories today on Instagram. I said, my brain just needs a rest. Yeah. <laughs> just rest my brain. I, I, I think if I couldn't go to yoga last night, and I think I didn't have a chance to rest my brain. Oh, okay. that's good. Yeah, oh, it, it really helps. I've only been going for six months. I've been into it for six months. I made a conscious decision to get into looking after my body a bit more mm-hmm. at the beginning that's of the year. Good. Being proactive rather than reactive so yeah I've been really enjoying it and I notice when I haven't been able to go what it what it feels like so get a bit jittery when you can't yeah <laughs> I feel off. like I can't stretch and I'm like oh a bit achy so <laughs> yeah I can try and get try and get somewhere tonight and do something so okay right how can being bold be a game changer for people in business Liz being bold can be a game changer from doing things like this and yeah. people hearing you on a podcast can be a game changer if you put yourself forward to speak at, at events yeah you know and people uh, see you and recognize you and want to work with you um I'm gonna blow my own Please do, please do. Um, I won a business award on Thursday last week. Did I saw? Congratulations! Yeah, so you know that's a a real game changer, and that was me being bold to put myself forward because I got nominated, and then I had to complete all of the. Oh, oh, so you got nominated. Oh, congratulations. That's brilliant. Yeah. And then I had to fill out all the forms and you have to talk all about your business and your vision and all of that. And yeah, it was really hard to do, but actually really good to reflect on what you're doing. Mm. And, you know, like I say, blow your own trumpet and and talk about what you are doing and and be bold with it. Mm. Um, Yeah, absolutely about how you're helping other people and and really sell that because once you get the hang of that you can do it in lots of areas then you can do it yeah at networking you can speak at events you can go on podcasts you can do videos and lives yeah um, yeah and it, it just creates that space for you once you stretch your comfort zone yeah it's like, oh right everything else doesn't seem quite as bad now and that's it isn't it it's it nothing is ever as bad as we see and we we put these um we put these things on ourselves don't we that you know things are always going to be really bad or you know oh god what if everyone laughs at me this is what I get asked quite a bit what if everyone laughs at me or I forget what I'm saying 
And I'm like, well, yeah. do you know what? La- laugh with yourself. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I think as long as there's a human element to everything that you do, the people that are aligned with you, that like you, will want to work with you, will actually encourage you and they won't be laughing at you. Mm. They'll be laughing alongside you. So they'll be supporting you, encouraging you in completely different ways. Yes, that's so true. You're right. And and I, that's the thing, isn't it? When people are sat listening to you, they want you to do well. Exactly. Yeah. They're wanting the best for you. You know, they're not there right. to think, waiting for you to trip up. No. And I just think if you do trip up, just say, <laughs> I, I yeah. do it all the time now. You know, I, I do do a bit of public speaking. I do go out and do talks. But I'm only human and I'm very honest. So I did, like as I mentioned, I did a talk last week and, and the, the night before, my beautiful daughters who sleep very well now were up all night, like literally all night. And I had to go and do a two hour presentation. And I was just, I was very honest with the audience saying, look, I didn't actually start with look because I think that's terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, I was very honest and said, I haven't had much sleep, but I am going to be here and I am with you and I'll answer as many questions as I can, but I'm going to be possibly a little bit tired. So just bear with me. You know, the audience relate to that, you know, and they were, and then some of them were like, oh, yeah, I get it. I've got kids or I've got a dog. You know, my dog keeps me up. So I think it's being really relatable with the audience that you're with is a bit of a game changer as well. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's, yeah. we all make mistakes, don't we? We're only human. And, you know, learn from your mistakes. This is the thing. Don't mm. beat yourself up. And I'm, I'm speaking to myself as much as anything here because I, yeah. for a long time, used to beat myself up for making, you know, yeah. mistakes and yeah. had to really think, right, what can I learn from this? mistake why did it happen what can I avoid next time what can I do differently yeah and that's the thing isn't it you know I think as long as you understand that like we said you're only human things may go wrong but as long as you can learn from it one of my um sayings is fail fast and move on so you know I like that yeah and it's happened to me quite a few times you know I'm failing lots of things but as long as you fail fast you move on you learn from it going to be all right so if I came to you Liz as somebody that hated public speaking but had to go and give a presentation because I really 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 want to start growing my business now really putting myself out there what would be the first thing that you'd say to me first thing that I would talk to you and but you had to do a presentation did you say yeah first thing I would talk to you about is is why are you doing it and and what's in it for you okay I love that actually doing this presentation what would be a really good goal for you for your business Mm. and I always start here with people because it's about changing your emotion towards public speaking because when we're fearful and nervous and all of that we can't think straight and Mm. so it's about thinking differently and seeing it as a positive step and this is something I'm really trying to encourage with women so that's the first thing that I always do is is get talking about what would be the benefit for you of doing this love it I love that yeah what's the why what's the reason you're doing it and I think a lot of the times people think they have to or they should be doing public speaking or 
presentations but actually is there the real need you could just put yourself out there in in different ways you know um yeah and I always say what's the one thing you're really passionate about Mm. and and then just think of three key messages that you can share with your audience about that yeah because I think sometimes we try and give people everything oh I'm terrible for doing that I am terrible yeah I think I've got to put everything in because if I don't people think I don't know it yeah I don't tell them what I know they're gonna think I'm not good enough and all of that Mm. so I better tell them everything so we cram it all in yeah and then we think oh I don't have a lot of time so what do we do I'll speak faster so I'll just speak quicker then yeah and and oh my goodness yeah I can't wait to get it over with and get sat down and and then oh thank god it's over with but then it self-perpetuates Helen because then we we just hate it because it's like Mm. hate it it's horrendous I feel awful but if you just less is more yes that's that's a really good tip there Liz I love that less is more and I am I am really really on this path at the moment for less is more um it's it's taken me a while (laughs) I do I like to give I'd like to give a lot and my my thing for this year was do not give so much away yeah yeah still we do learning. that don't we people I, I, know. Know. <laughs> I just want to add value so yeah how much value more. how much value do you want you know just have me and I think that's something that I'm still learning you know I'm very very good at giving that advice to all my clients you know less yeah, is more yeah. when it comes to me I'm like yeah. have it have it all we do that don't we we're like very good at giving the advice so so good I love that okay so that's a great little tip there is there any sort of tricks that you can share with the listeners here on on being bold yes definitely there's a couple really that I share with people and I think it's for me it's the first minute nail the first minute think about what you are going to say the minute you stand up and speak and nail that and prepare and practice that like your life depends on it Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you do that then you know you'll you'll feel calmer once you get your first minute under your belt because that's when we make a first impression on people yeah I was going to say why is that minute so important but it's because the first impression isn't it yeah so I would say as well in terms of how you start your presentation think about either a question is a really good time a place to start because you can engage your audience and connect with them so I am often asked how many of you ever been nervous yes great one everyone if somebody doesn't put their hands up to that question they're generally lying because everyone is being nervous yeah Yeah, they're on board or another great one is a stat um you can use a stat you know statistic Mm -hmm. yeah i'll say studies have been done time and again on the fears that people have and public speaking is the number one fear ahead of the fear of heights and even spider you know so isn't it spiders are still up there like really Still, oh, spiders so high. I don't get it. I don't know. I've never been scared of spiders. I don't like snakes. That's another another thing. Yeah. But spiders, so, uh, yeah. Um, 
So yeah, think about how you're going to start your presentation is is one. Mm. Um, I've already said less is more, so keep yeah. it. You know, the rule of three. Just have yeah. three key things. Uh, the thing that I uh, teach people is about creating a sandwich for your presentation. Okay. Right, so, go on. What kind of sandwich now, Liz? Are we going to well, still be friends? Or do you know my thing about food? Come on. What would you put in your sandwich, <laughs> Helen? What would you put in it? Oh, right. So it's got to have some kind of green. So I'd probably have avocado, mm. some spinach. Uh, I do like ham. Yeah. <laughs> Not great yeah. processed meat, but I just like, maybe, you're, no, maybe chicken. Chicken, avocado, mm, spinach. Chicken yeah, first of a sandwich, that's what I'd probably go for. There you go. So we've got to make it really tasty, haven't we? And mm. presentation's the same. So you put some meat in there, which is those facts about your business and yeah. what you want people to know. Then you might have the kind of salad around it, which is a bit of a kind of like uh, statistics and things that you can share in there. Yeah. And then um, you might put a bit of sauce on there, which is like the secret sauce you can share some stories that are relevant to you that no one else has nice, in there. Yeah. So you've got to get a really good filling. Yeah. Also what holds it together is some really nice bread. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So your bread, bread. Your presentation is the opening and the call to action. So we've already talked about the opening that first minute. Yes. Nailing that and then the call to action at the end because Often people forget and they're just like, yeah. anyway, that's into my presentation now. Make sure you put in a call to action in there. What do you want people to do? Yeah, How can I love that. You? So many people forget that. And I always say, you know, that's brilliant. I've loved what you just said, but you've just left my life now. How am I going to ever get in contact with you? Especially yeah. you know, for me, I've got a long surname. I've got a double barrel surname. You know, it's like, oh, I'm never going to get people into my life. <laughs> So, yeah, I love that. The sandwich. Brilliant. Sandwich. If I ever use that, it will definitely credit you. I love that. Uh, Thank you. Brilliant. Welcome. Some great tips and tricks there. Uh, so, if you've listened to any of our other podcasts, you will know that I am a little bit obsessed with food in general. I love food. The cake. Okay. Cake. Yeah. I've for ages. So, I think you know what I'm going to ask you now, Liz, don't you? I know. What is your favourite cake? Please right. tell me you like cake. I do. I love cake far too much, actually. In moderation, all in moderation, please, just saying that. Yeah, but for me, I think it's got to be the lemon drizzle. Oh, no, if Jane was here now, she would be uh, loving that. I lemon drizzle. That. My friend Carol, she makes a gorgeous lemon drizzle. Oh, homemade lemon drizzle. On the top, okay. Soaks into the sponge. and. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> See how excited you're getting that. I know. <laughs> I love What's that. Mine. Well, I love literally pretty much any cake. I'm a, but my my absolute favourite right now. I do go through phases of time of year. I am going to say this. I do like a lemon drizzle in the summer. You do, yeah, I do. yeah. yeah I so do. refreshing, isn't it? It's, that's what it is. It's refreshing. Um, most of the times of year, it's like coffee and walnuts, that kind of cake. Yeah. But in the summer, yeah, a bit of lemon drizzle. It's nice. Yeah, and a nice carrot cake is good oh, as well. 
just any cake really I know sorry always do this there's always some elements of food in the podcast I'm I'm already when you said about the chicken avocados and spinach I was like oh what am I having with my tea my mind wandered and I was like I've got to bring this back how's you on a podcast come on Liz you've been an absolute dream to talk to and some really interesting tips tricks and um inspiration I think with your story where it all started for you and I know the listeners will really resonate with that as well so if anyone is interested in getting to know you a little bit more where can they find you Liz so they can find me on Instagram at bold moves coach you can find me on there yeah I'm on LinkedIn as well I'm I'm really active on LinkedIn so you can look for Liz Boswell or if you look for Bold Moves Coaching, you'll find me on there. Fantastic. Or go to the website, boldmovescoach.co.uk. I put a blog once a month up there. There's loads oh, of blogs about public speaking. You can go and read on there. Brilliant. Um, and I also just wanted to say, Helen, if anybody wants to get in touch, the sandwich that I was talking about before, yeah. I've actually got a free workbook. If anyone oh, fantastic. Could me. Yes, I'll put a link in. I'll put a link in the um, the notes here, Liz, for that. That sounds really interesting. Um, because I just found that really interesting myself. A different analogy of of thinking how you can present. So always, always up for new ways of working. So yeah, I'll definitely put that link in the notes for for everyone to get. Thank you so so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um. And yeah, have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much. It's good to get to know you as well after like seeing each other and following each other for so long. It's good to have a good chat. It is. Yeah, I know. One of these days, I would love to meet all the podcast guests in person. So maybe we'll do that, actually, get everyone in the same room. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Good idea. I, w- I will not put any business cards in. We get to put it out and do a 60-second speech. It's awful. Awful. And I don't actually have any physical business cards anymore. They're, they've got an e-card. So, yeah. Yeah, I that. Well, thanks, Liz. Lovely to chat to you. Thanks, Helen. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Fabulous and Female. As always, my leaving message to you is remember to do the one thing that makes you feel fabulous. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review.